And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of Straight Talk. I am your host, Donnie, from your New Life Ministries, and I have an episode lined up strictly dedicated to uh, marriage. Making a stronger marriage. How do you make a strong marriage? Do you want to make a stronger marriage? So that's what this episode's all about. And what scriptures say about this. First one I come across is one that my wife and I had put on a cross for ourselves, symbolizing we have a strong we want a strong marriage with God's support. It's Ecclesiastes four twelve. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a three-fold cord is not quickly broken. What that means is one person is going to be over, um, could be overpowered by the, the evil one, and two can can possibly withstand him, but three can overpower him. And what that means is you, your spouse, and God that can overpower him. <clears throat> John sixteen twenty four says, "Until now, you." Have not asked for anything in my name, and you will receive, and ask, and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Understand what that means is you just got to reach out and ask for him, and he'll help you along the way with whatever you need. See, what that means also means is marriage is what you make of it. If you want your marriage to stick together. That's the whole point of marriage in the first place, is to be married forever. God made marriage to last for life. As you reach out and ask him along the way, because you will need help along the way in your marriage, because you and your spouse will fight. That's inevitable. That's You can't have two people be together in a long period of time and not expect to have disagreements every now and again. It's by human nature, disagreements will happen. Most... Uh, 50-year marriages, they're going to have fights and bumpy roads along the way. You just don't give up and say to heck with it get off the, at the exit room. And marriage is a lifetime commitment. And it should be never entered to lightly. That's why we have marriage counseling classes, which sometimes they don't even work. But you got to want to make them work. And that's all it is to it. You have to want to make them work. If two people in, isn't in it for the long run, the marriage will fail. And sadly enough, it reminds me of that one movie, Fireproof. Most most people enter marriage lightly, and they only believe in, they're only honest with themselves about making it through the good times. They never even think about the bad times. Well, guess what? The bad times will happen. It's only a matter of time of when they will happen. What are you going to do when the, when, the ha- when the tough gets going? Huh? What are you going to do? You're going to bail that's when you ask God for help. And he will help you if you ask him. And if you believe that you are asking him, he just can't go into a room and say, hey, God, will you help me? And expect it to expect, and you not believe, expect it to come to you. you got to believe. If you don't believe in God, there's no reason to even ask him for help. Simple as that. Matthew 18, 24 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Like I said before, three, the power of three, so so to speak. 
you, your spouse, and God. The angles of a triangle. Second Thessalonians one one eleven says, "Therefore we also pray, and therefore we also pray always for you, that our God would content would count on you, you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all good pleasures of His goodness, and work for, of faith with power." God to ask Him if you want to for help. You're going to need help every now and again. No person can do everything on their own. None. It just doesn't happen. Sometimes you need help. And there's nothing wrong with asking God for help. That's what we're here for. We are his children. We are his gold, so to speak. He loves us with an everlasting love. And the only thing he asks us for is the same in return. He does, there's, there's no stipulations to his kindness. There's no stipulations to his love for us. All we have to do is just accept it. And this verse sometimes gets uh, misconstrued. And I'm going to uh, try to help elaborate as much as I can. Ephesians 5.22-33 says, Wives, submit submit to your, to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is of Christ, so that the wife be their own, uh, be there, be to their own husbands and everything. Husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church, gave himself for her, that he might be sanctified and cleanse her with washing of water by the words, that he may present her to himself a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she be holy without blemish. <clears throat> so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He loves his wife, he loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does for the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh. Of his bone. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself. Let the wife see that, that she respect, respect her husband. <clears throat> Some people consider the first part of that, that the wife be submissive to her, no, to do as a slave. No. No. She is her own person as well, but she should be dedicated to her husband, helping him along the way, because that's why wives are here, to help us out. Sometimes we don't have all the right answers. Sometimes we don't have the answers at all. But they are supposed to respect their husbands, and the husband is supposed to respect and love his wife. Be there for her only. He didn't, I, I, not like the Mormons do collecting women along the way, along the years. We don't collect anyone. We are supposed to be devout to our own wife. Period. End of story. Ephesians 5, 1 through 7 says, Therefore be limiters of God, be therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us for and given himself for us and offering a, and a sacrifice to God 
for its sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanliness or covetousness, let it not be named among you as a fitting for saints, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For that, for this, you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an adulterer, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, because these things, the wrath of God, comes upon the sons of of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. <clears throat> Put on the whole armor of God. This will help you stand against the enemy. Ephesians 16, uh, Ephesians 6, 10 to 20 says, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on a whole armor of God that, ye, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principles, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take out a whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all this having done all to stand. Therefore stand for there stand therefore giving girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having should and should your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all peace, all filthy dirt and filthy darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication and the spirit being watchful to this end with all preservation and perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me the altarists may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in the chains that in I may speak boldly as I ought to speak that is telling you right there that you are strong when you have God behind you. You are, you'll be able to withstand everything that the evil one put up against you. I mean, look what's happening in Ukraine right now. They are fighting a heck of a war, being outnumbered 30 to 1, and they're winning. They are winning. They are beating the Russian foe right now by the grace of God. One breastplate of righteousness we receive being as a child of God, Two, truth, Jesus Christ is, is living by and speaking the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Gospel of peace. Jesus is peace, and living the gospel and trusting in, in, in him, you have peace. Shield of faith. Faith drives everything. Save your fa favors. Say your favors. What's your favors? Uh, one could be. Corinthians 5 7, we live by faith and not by sight. You are, and you must have faith to believe in Jesus and be saved. That's mine. 
element of salvation being saved by making Jesus the Lord of your life. The sword of the Spirit of the Bible. Read it, pray it, live it. Pray always. This keeps you close to God and increase your faith. Basically, all I'm saying here, people, is this. Without God, you have no marriage. Marriage meant to, it meant to last for a lifetime. Birds, honestly, they mate for life. We are meant to mate for life. If you want your marriage to last, you will have to pray. Be one with God. I'm going to take a quick break here, and I'll be right back to the discussion right after this song. I'm going to play some Jackie Valeska's for you. One of my all-time favorite songs. Imagine me without you. Be right back.
Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that song by Jackie Russell's I Can't Imagine Me Without You. <clears throat> I think that's perfect for this particular show because we're talking about making marriage last. You you met your wife for a reason. You fell in love with her because you because you thought she was incredibly an incredible person. Don't you want your marriage to last? Don't you want to do anything to keep your marriage intact? The world will shun you. <clears throat> the world will do anything it can to break you, to break you and your spouse apart. The world is a cesspool of corruption. So what would you do to protect your wife, your family from the world? That is the ultimate question you need to ask yourself. Do you want to keep your marriage? Do you want to make your marriage last a lifetime? That's what this whole entire thing is. And my answer is yes to all of them. So I do everything I can to make my marriage last, to make my marriage strong as it ever was. My wife and I do everything together because we want to do everything together. We want, we don't want to be separated at, at, at any time. Of course, we have to be at work, but obviously. But other than that, we can do everything together because we want to be together. You should want to be with your wife at all times. You should want to talk to her at all times. You should want to spend time with her as much as possible. That's why you met her. That's why you fell in love with her, because you couldn't be ashamed of the idea of being not together. So what are you doing to keep that passion alive? Are you taking date nights? Are you reading the Bible at night? Are you talking about the scriptures? Are you talking, uh, sharing what God has done in your life uh, during the day? Are you doing any of that? Are you calling your spouses at lunchtime at work? Are you doing everything you can to make your marriage strong? I'd say about probably 50% you probably saying yes, but other, uh, what is the other 50% doing? You should want your wife to be around you at all times. Instead of saying, oh, honey, back in a little bit. No, no, you do things together. Go on date nights. Go out to dinner. Do whatever you need to do to rekindle the magic that you did have. Give, show uh, show your kids by example what you do. Your, your kids follow suit by what you do half the time. So are your kids seeing you and, and your spouse living the, living the life of luxury, being together all the time? Is your kids seeing all that you do with your spouse? That way they can have an idea of what you do what to do in the future when they have their own families. Teach your kids the same thing you're doing yourself. With keeping the marriage alive, keeping the marriage strong, doing kind little things, buying flowers every now and again, celebrating the holidays together. What are you showing your kids that you can that you're doing yourself to keep the marriage intact, keeping the family strong, family dynamic? Everything that I've talked on today can be found in the Bible, because that is our instruction manual for life. 
So what are you? I'm, I'm sorry. What, so what are you doing to keep your marriage intact? If you like this episode, please reach back out to me and uh, tell me what you think. Let me know if I'm doing a good job or not. Feel free to reach out to us for prayer requests or anything like that. If you have any show ideas that you'd like to speak on, uh, share everything you can to uh, info yournewlifeministries.org. I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, give me some feedback on my previous episodes. Uh, tell me what I can do to improve or if you have any other show ideas or if you want some information on our books or other podcasts or other speaking events that may, we may have coming down the pipeline. Again, that's info, yournewlifeministries.org. And don't forget to check out our episode of You Got This. It's an awesome episode about um, our, about God in general. <clears throat> Hope you enjoy it. So uh, reach back out to us again, like I said, info, yournewlifeministries.org. And check out our special other podcasts, and don't forget to check out our website. My wife's books and my books are on the website as well. I right, talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye.